The Galactus Trilogy, Part 1. The Galactus Trilogy starts in Fantastic Four, issue number 48, cover dated March 1966. The cover was penciled by Jack Kirby and inked by Joe Sennett with Sam Rosen lettering. The cover depicts um, the Fantastic Four and the Watcher with uh, looks of shock and awe and maybe even horror on their faces as they're looking at something in the distance. I will be reading this synopsis from the official Marvel Index to the Fantastic Four, issue number four, which was published in 1985. The original story was edited, co-plotted, and scripted by Stan Lee, co-plotted and penciled by Jack Kirby, inked by Joe Sinnott, and lettered by Artie Simic. The original issue begins with the um, climax, or the wrap-up, of the storyline from the previous issue involving the Inhumans and Maximus the Mad. We are going to skip that portion because we're going to concentrate on the Galactus portion. So let's get started. Far away from Earth, in the vastness of outer space, a lone metallic figure darts among the stars on a silvery surfboard. Called, for want of a better name, the Silver Surfer, he passes quickly through the Andromeda galaxy, striking fear into the hearts of the Skrulls. The Skrull Emperor orders his entire system blacked out, hoping to keep the Surfer from stopping there. Where the Silver Surfer soars, says the Emperor, Galactus cannot be far behind. As the Fantastic Four approach New York City, Ben Grimm is startled to see two suns in the sky. At first, Reed thinks Ben is joking, but a quick glance confirms Ben's vision. As they watch, one of the suns expands until it fills the entire sky with flame. Hastily landing their plane, the Fantastic Four find the airport deserted. Reed hears shouts of panic in the city, and Johnny flashes away to investigate. He soon sees the fearful crowds, but he also notes that the flaming sky has apparently done no harm. When some bystanders hurl a brick at him, thinking he is resp responsible for the phenomenon, he angrily flies down, only to get doused with a high-pressure hose. As the people start to beat him up, his teammates arrive on the air jet cycle. The bystanders flee when the thing approaches, all but a burly man who challenges Ben to battle. The man nearly breaks his hands against the thing's rocky skin, and the thing knocks him unconscious with the flick of a finger. Just then, the flames in the sky vanish. As the Fantastic Four fly to the Baxter building, Reed comments that they are facing a power greater than any they have faced before. As the indescribably powerful explosion of a supernova expands into the cosmos, the Silver Surfer uses his surfboard to ride the expanding shockwave across the light years to the Milky Way, the galaxy where the Earth resides. When the Surfer approaches the Sun, a G-type star, he realizes that among its planets must be one of with the resources that Galactus seeks. Ben telephones his girlfriend, Alicia, to tell her he has returned and is all right. Much to Sue's annoyance, Reed locks himself in the lab shortly after they come home. Sometime later, Johnny sees a new aerial phenomenon. 
The sky fills with orbiting debris so thickly that one can barely see through it. Sue tries to persuade Reed, who has been sequestered for hours, to stop working and have dinner, but he replies that the fate of the world may depend on his labor. Suddenly, the Watcher materializes behind Reed with a matter mobilizer. He explains that he caused the happenings in the sky, erecting the shield of space debris when his fire shield created a panic. Sue asks the Watcher about his pledge never to interfere with other worlds, but the Watcher answers that this time the danger is too great. He has detected the approach of the Silver Surfer, the advanced scout for Galactus. Galactus says the Watcher drains enti- or Galactus says the Watcher drains entire planets of their elements and leaves them incapable of supporting life. Unable to stand idly by, the Watcher has tried to conceal the Earth from the Surfer. Of all the beings in the cosmos, he says, only Galactus has power that rivals his own. The Watcher is being overly dramatic here. There are many other beings with power that matches the Watchers, including the other members of his own race. The Silver Surfer flashes by the moon and with consummate skill penetrates the rocks concealing the earth. As he hurtles above New York, he is challenged by the Human Torch. The Surfer dodges Johnny as if he were not there and pauses atop the Baxter building. As Reed... Ben, Sue, and the Watcher emerge on the roof. The Surfer sends a burst of energy through hyperspace. They have failed, says the Watcher. Now they must plan their defense. Ben knocks the Silver Surfer off the roof, but the Watcher explains that the Surfer is no longer the problem. They must prepare for Galactus. Johnny streaks down to catch the Surfer, but the Watcher states that a mere fall cannot harm Galactus's herald. He simply chose falling as the most expedient way to depart. Even as they speak, he continues, Galactus's universe-spanning sphere is entering the Earth's atmosphere, testing the Earth's composition. In moments, the spacecraft arrives on the Baxter building from where the surfer signal was sent. As Ben, Reed, and Sue watch, awestruck, the hatch opens and the gigantic figure of Galactus strides forth. That's going to do it for the first installment of the Galactus Trilogy. Hope you'll return for the next episode where we'll continue the story. Thanks for listening. This program was created for informational and educational purposes. It is not intended to be a substitute for the purchase of the original content. Support the comic book industry and local comic book shops by buying comics and trades. Ratings, likes, shares, comments, reviews, and subscriptions are always appreciated. Comic on, my friends.